That one egg was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like a dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for me. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Plotty Time this week. As you can tell by the description, we're doing another Plotty Time Watches, and uh, I'm here with uh, Sir Chumpslap. How are you doing today, Sir Chumpslap? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, we watched uh, one of Chumpslap's favorite movies that has ever existed. <laughs> you take that back. Uh, he couldn't get enough about it. He begged me to watch this. No, I'm just <sighs> kidding. This movie's terrible. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. We're talking about, as you can tell by the episode, House of the Dead. That was released in 2003, and it is a infamous Uwe Boll film. Now, some of you out there know who that is. Uh, for those of you who don't... Lucky you. <laughs> oh my god, you're so fucking lucky. And if you've never seen one of these movies, God bless you. But he had a run in like the mid to the early, like well, we'll just say the 2000s, where he would get video, like the rights to video game properties to make films, and these movies were dog shit. <laughs> to say the least <laughs> yeah i don't think any were good at all like not even somewhat redeeming like i don't know the one was kind of okay no they're all bad um he did this movie house of the dead he did alone in the dark with christian slater he did oh, that was bad. Uh, blood rain there's a couple of them you guys can at home can look them all up i don't suggest you do that <laughs> but uh so chump slap you have never seen this before correct no and i I fucking hate you for making me watch it. Awesome. Have you seen uh, any of his other films at all, or were you aware he exists? I was aware. I've seen like uh, I've seen Blood Rain and Rampage. Rampage. That was what I was thinking of. But uh, Alone in the Dark. Yeah. So I wanted to paint like a little quick picture for all of you folks out there before we get into this, because I feel uh, I mean I mean usually with art, like whenever someone makes something and I, it, it's a property I really love. I'm not one of the people to like shit on the person if it's not perfect. I'm not one of those guys Man. who's like, oh, this Ghostbusters movie is not exactly what I wanted. It can go to hell. That's not me. But this was so bad, I did take personal offense to it. Yeah. <laughs> so for uh, especially for our younger audience, like zombies and zombie films and zombie properties, they weren't always a thing. Like you had Dawn of the Dead. You had Night of the Living Dead. Like, yeah, zombies were around. But they weren't like the Walking Dead big business that they are today. Right, right. Back when this came out, you would get like a solid zombie movie every couple years. And this was like the beginning of the resurgence of them. Like you had uh, 28 Days Later in 2002. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you had Resident Evil, which was a video game movie and a zombie movie in 2002. You had the Dawn of the Dead remake, which was really solid in 2004. Land of the Dead, another Romero film in 05, which I'm pretty sure only got made because of the success of Resident Evil and Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, probably. And then you started to get into like real Hollywood films with I Am Legend in 07 and Zombieland in 09. That was when it was like, hey, yeah. zombies can be a big draw. Like they can be fun. They can make money. They're just they're up there with vampire movies. They're up there with werewolf movies, whatever. They can be Hollywood films. So what you're saying is. This started the resurgence of zombie movies. <laughs> this movie itself. I mean, if we're talking about strictly the timeline, maybe. But <laughs> I got to think, like, because it hit right in between 28 Days, Resident Evil, then it hit, then Dawn of the Dead remake. So I'm hoping, like, I, if Dawn of the Dead remake wasn't so successful, I, I think this might have killed the genre, this film. Oh, yeah, yeah, could have, easily. This was so fucking bad. And um, at this point, when I was watching movies and I was really getting into movies and I loved horror movies. I loved the original, like the Romero trilogy. I was desperate for anything zombies. Cause like I said, they weren't as prevalent as other like movie monsters. Right. Right. From like 2002, especially when 28 days later came out from 2002 to 20, like 15, I watched every zombie movie that came out. <laughs> like I was just so excited about it. And this one like really disappointed me and kicked my dick in. I was like, wow, they can be this bad. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. All right. Let, let's start it. Chump slap. I'm talking too much. Why don't you lead us into this 
fucking mess because I have so many comments. This is going to be great. All right. Well, let's just start where the movie starts. We're all great movies start with a man and a voiceover. Oh, God. <laughs> so we see the first guy here. We don't know his name yet, but he's, he's just like so many dead people. All happened when I came here for a rave. He's on an island somewhere. And it goes in the intro. Some prodigy, I think, is playing. Some type of techno bullshit. Oh, yeah. It was very much of its time. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the bad. nicest way I can say that. Um, the main guy, Jonathan Cherry. There's only like three people I've recognized in this in this whole movie. Right. Um, Jonathan Cherry, the, he has gone on to do stuff. Uh, he was uh, one of my favorite characters in the movie Goon. He played the goalie. I don't know if you saw that. If, oh, if, yeah, I did. If Scientist was here, he would, you'd shout it out. But he was in Final Destination 2. Like, he's he's worked himself to a pretty good career here. Uh, I think you might have seen him in Wolf Cop. Have you seen Wolf Cop? Oh, I have. Is this Rudy? The Rudy guy we're talking about? The first guy? The original guy? Yeah, like the, the first guy. The main, I guess, main guy, for yeah. lack of a better word. But he didn't feel like it. No. Um, so he, I recognized and I, I knew from other stuff. Uh, there's another woman, the woman who plays, um, like the first girl to get killed on the beach. Joanna is Erica oh, yeah. Durant, who was Lois in the Smallville show. I've never watched it, but you know, she's out there. Yeah. And then obviously the ice cream man, which we'll get to. But other than that, every other actor, even those, that group wasn't too great. There's just their performance, but everyone else was real bad like yeah well the captain was okay too i mean he tried i think i feel like yeah yeah well we'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we enjoy captain. <laughs> yeah. but uh you have this voiceover that acts like it's a friggin' vietnam film with all this <laughs> yeah. gravitas and that's the first thing we hear and we don't know any characters or anything that happened so we're just like I, what yeah i came here for a rave yeah sounds awesome <laughs> yeah that's real a lot of really serious weight to it yeah well, it was early 2000s. Raves were all the all the rave. Daytime raves, apparently. Oh, we're going to get to it. Awesome. <laughs> so then it cuts to Greg and Simon. They're friends of Rudy, and they're trying to get to the boat to get to this rave on an island. And they're also with Cynthia, Alicia, and Karma. How do you feel about these character intros like with the voiceover with oh the- my god yes like they have like two lines of dialogue it freeze frames and then it explains like a voiceover in like one sense of who these people are yeah like greg i used to play baseball with him <laughs> like what and then fucking poor cynthia they're like and that's cynthia pure eye candy yeah and that's it that's the whole character development she gets yeah and just to show you how serious this movie is going to take things and karma She's in love with Simon, but Simon wants Alicia, my ex-girlfriend. Ugh, whatever. They get to the dock, and they look at their invitation. They're like, where the hell is, where's this boat? It's supposed to leave at 5 o'clock. They're like, oh, it's 5.15, we missed the boat, no. Oh, damn. And it freezes here. It says if they would have just went back, they would still be alive. So you know they all die. Right. Right in the beginning. So that's already spoiled. (laughs) Um, I mean, we could have assumed as a horror movie a lot of people would die, but... They're basically saying, oh, they're all dead. And they also said if they would have stayed in Seattle. So does this take place in the Pacific Northwest? I don't know. Maybe. I was, I was so confused because no one had any luggage and they were going to a weekend rave that apparently took a boat and multiple hours to get to. Yeah, that boat took a while. Yeah. Well, if that's the thing we're going to get hung up on, we're going to be here all fucking day. <laughs> well... Then, then we get a flash to this fucking sick-ass rave. It's, It looks like a high school dance. It really does. And it's sponsored by Sega. I don't yeah, I mean, Sega, the people who made House of the Dead. Uh, yeah, uh, but come on. But it was so weird. It wasn't like RaveCon 2003 sponsored by Sega. It was just a huge banner that said Sega behind the DJ. Yeah. It was so strange. Yeah, and they were like tents up and stuff like... Oh, everyone's camping right here on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're dancing and then stumbling five feet and then sleeping in their tent, which is asking for trouble with that. But, you know, 2003 was a different time. Oh, yeah. Man, that was the era of flip phones and such. So they missed the boat and they're walking around. They find Captain Kirk and his first mate, the ice cream man, Clint Howard. 
God bless him. The, the funnest part about this movie by far. Oh, yeah. He's great. Because he's just playing like a first mate weirdo. Yeah. Just very strange. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about his role is that we didn't get enough of it. Yeah, for real. He disappears pretty early, but. And I guess uh, the captain, Captain Kirk, which is just, oh, it's a bad joke. It's. Yeah. Because they, they actually like self-reference it too. They, yeah. They say it and he's like, don't make fun of my name. I'm like, fuck. Why did you, why'd you pick that name then? Just for that? That's a great question, because he didn't have to be called yeah. anyway. So I, that actor, that guy, they uh, made a joke about it. Like, he looks like some German U-boat captain. He was actually one of the guys in Das Boot. So oh. this guy was a real actor at one point. He was in The English Patient. He was in The the Dune film. Yeah, with, you could uh, tell he could act, but he just was phoning in or was just surrounded by other shitty actors in this one. Dude, the... Okay, I don't want to ruin it, but the scene where he's on the boat shooting zombies is the laziest fucking action scene. <laughs> okay, we'll get to it. Like this, there's some great stuff to rip apart in this film. This sure is. But this this crew of five idiots that want to go to this rave charter his boat, and Clint Howard warns them, "You, you don't want to go to that island. That's the Isla de Morte, and Morte means death." Yeah, they're like, this island has bad spirits. We're not going there. Yeah. And they're completely serious. Like, these badass smugglers are like, ooh, no, it sounds spooky out there. I'm not going. Yeah. But then Simon, with all his wisdom, offers $1,000 to do it. So they, they say, yeah, fuck it. We'll just drop you off there and go back. Yeah, I mean, like, they didn't have to stay. Because yeah, just... they paid him, like, 500 bucks to take him there and 500 to take them back. But the other people all came on that ferry that they were invited to. So they could just get a ride back. Yeah, they could go back on the regular boat. What the fuck? And are they going to stay there all weekend waiting for them? Just floating out offshore? And where are their luggage and tents? Like, are they <laughs> planning to stay? Maybe they weren't planning to stay. Maybe they're only like planning to be hang out for like an hour and come back. Yeah. Which would that make sense. But doesn't make course, sense. <laughs> they didn't. Well. They didn't mention anything like that. They were just like, oh, the rave, you know, it's going on all weekend. We got to get there. We missed the boat. We got to get there now. If it's going on all weekend. For real. The first day's going to suck anyway. I know, right? Especially before the sun goes down. <laughs> yeah, if so. Yeah, the daytime rave. Who would have thought it would have kicked off like that? For real. But then we cut to a couple on the beach and they're making out. And the woman here decides to go skinny dipping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After she removes her flip phone from her pants. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I was watching this part, and I remember, like, you and I both lived through this era of the early 2000s. I remember distinctively thinking to myself, man, the 70s had a style, the 80s had a style, <laughs> the 90s had a style. Man, we don't have, like, any style. We just have, like, cool clothes. I couldn't be more wrong. No, the looking fucking- back... <laughs> The puka shell necklaces, the bomber jackets, the slide-on shoes. Yeah. And that's just like the dude fashion. I'm sure the women could be that are watching this would point out all this stuff. Or shouldn't just say the women. But I'm sure if you were more fashion sense of women's fashion back then, they're they're running through all the regular stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but it's all bad. It's all bad. It is. It is. It's bright colors, too. Trying to be 80s. But she goes skinny dipping. Her drunk boyfriend... It's too cold for him. He's like, no, you go ahead. And he, he falls asleep drunk on the beach. Like, it, almost like he was drugged, like, <laughs> really yeah. quickly. He's like, he's totally talking normal. I'm like, oh, no, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And he sits on the beach. He's like, okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> With the sun still out, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, he had at least he two beers, if you can see. Man, I'm sure, you know, raised, I'm sure there's people that can go too hard too fast, but this felt... <laughs> He didn't seem sloppy. Anyway, it's we're, again. Yeah. I she mean, goes skinny dipping. Whatever. She goes skinny dipping. She's just floating out in the water and she gets scared of all these bubbles that come up from the water. Like, I don't know. She gets freaked out and just goes into shore. And when she gets there, her boyfriend's missing. Oh, my God. What happened to him? I, we, we don't know yet. So she's, oh. she's wandering around. She's yelling for him. And she goes into the woods and gets lost. Like, Okay. How big of an island is this? Yeah, you'd think like... You can hear the rave, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's loud. It's very loud. You know, and it's it's not like they're like, hey, let's walk three miles to find a place to chill. You know what I mean? They probably just got to the other side of a hill or something and we're like... Oh, she's lost, man. There, there's a whole sequence, and I, I'm going to get into this later, but there's this whole feeling throughout the whole movie 
that, you know, people are moving around the island and going to different locations and like the rave scene, they're going to the the house and the the, the other area, the, the whatever. And they're always like moving in between them. But it, I have no sense of how far away these things are. No, or, no. So they just like the, the film does a terrible job of creating like distance and space and time. Yeah, it just cuts and then they're there. Every right. Time. It's very, very confusing. And it just makes you feel like stilted and with like so many scenes that are just like a minute or a minute and a half or two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It makes this movie feel so long. It did. <laughs> Dude, I checked the time like four times. I was like, this has got to be half over and it was 20 minutes in. <laughs> it's a rough hour and a half. But right, anyway, she, she's she's still floating around looking for this guy, right? Yeah, she's wandering in the woods and then she finds this creepy old church or house, whatever the fuck it is. I guess it's just a house. And it's surrounded by a graveyard. So was this the only structure or was there another like temple thing? Or was it just the house? I think it was just the house. I have no idea. Okay. I, I was confused because I thought at this point they were in the temple, but the huge scene at the end is where they're at the graveyard. So it wouldn't make sense if it was two different places. Yeah. It's all one church looking old house. It's totally dilapidated. Yeah. But she decides to go inside. She's like, that's where my boyfriend has to be. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she goes in and finds her boyfriend there just in time to watch him get a zombie hand right through his chest. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the confusing thing is the zombies in this scene have like red glowing eyes, which I'm here for. I'm here for red yeah, glowing yeah. zombies. But I don't think the red glowing zombies come back. Dude, yeah. There's multiple zombies. There's like fucking swamp men zombies and shit later. There's like moss covered zombies, there's <laughs> yeah. fast zombies, there's slow zombies. There's Spanish conquistador zombies. Yeah, like with armor and following <laughs> orders and shit, there's like nine different types of zombies, yeah. which you already lost me. Yeah, it, it's totally not really, it's not really zombies. They're just creatures, right? Right. But she gets attacked, she's gone, you assume she's dead. The captain decided to take off and make it like make the cops come chase him because they were supposed to catch him at the docks. And he's like, fuck this. And he sped away. Yeah. But I love how we keep getting voiceovers from the cops, but like we don't see them on their boat or even their boat. We're just following the fishing boat boat. And you just hear, should we go ahead and take him? Like, no, let's not get him just yet. Let's see where he's going. Like, it's like, I know where he's going. Drop me off on the other side of the island. What? Right, but it was all in voiceover from like a long shot. I'm like, did they just do that so they didn't have to rent a second boat? Maybe. I think there there might be one scene with the boat. But. Well, the, the thing too is there is a shot of like a cop looking boat, like with a machine gun on the front, like a, yeah, like, a, yeah. like a Coast Guard boat, but it's just sitting there. No one's using it. I wonder if they like flew a fucking helicopter around and like, oh, sweet, this boat. Let's just get a shot of it. We'll use it later. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it was it was real bad. And again, time and space not making sense at all yeah but eventually these fucking kids actually land at the island yeah they get to the island and this coast guard ladies like you said going after captain kirk for drugs or whatever and so the group's on the island and the captain and first mate are also on the island they're unloading all this illegal shit so they can get searched and not have anything on their boat right right they're like well well no one comes to this island they're all afraid anyway so let's just unload the stuff and we're gonna be like i don't know what you're talking about we don't have anything on the boat yeah and then we can come back and get it a week later. It'll be fine. Man, their motivation, honestly, is the one that makes the most sense out of anybody. Yeah, yeah. They're getting money, and now they're hiding their contraband, so it's win-win for them. Yeah, they kind of just rolled with the punches, and if it weren't for these zombies, it would have really worked out for them. Right. <laughs> so. So the kids get to the rave, the ground, stage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everyone's missing. Shit's all trashed. And Greg and Cynthia are like, all right, we're going to go make out and bang in this tent over here that nobody, I guess we could just use the tent with a bed in it. Yeah, no one else is around. And I see all these like shitty little tents, but this one's nice. Let's just bang in it. Yeah. It was very confusing because they were like, the one girl, Alicia, is like, don't you guys think it's weird that like no one's here? Yeah, at the rave of the century or whatever. Right. And they're like, eh, whatever, beer. we got kegs. This is cool. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It, like, even in a horror film where people are very dumb and, you know, you don't, not everyone's a genius in these, people are going to get killed, it's going to be great, but even this seems too dumb. Yeah, it's really stupid, because there's bloody shirts on the ground and tents are ripped apart and shit. 
there are clear signs of like a struggle <laughs> yeah. and, and like people leaving things sitting there and running. And these guys like, sweet, more beer for us. Yeah, I think he says like, well, they didn't go to a 7-Eleven run or whatever because the beer, the keg is still full. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Yeah. So the other three, they decide to go see if they can find anyone on the island. Be like, see what's up, you know. And this is, who is this? This is Car- Karma, right? That's her name? Yeah, Karma, Alicia, Karma. and Simon. And Simon, okay. So Greg's making out. He, he has to piss all of a sudden because he had one beer and it went right through him. <laughs> yeah, I just think it was funny that, because he initially, like, she's like, oh, let's kind of, you know, whatever. And he, like, picks her up and runs her to the to the place to bang. And then they start making out. He's like, oh, no, no, wait, now, now I got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> Which was straight. And then he, like... Dude, yeah. this is the weirdest sex talk I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> do you remember this? He's like, dude, let's go do this. Do the humpity bumpity, the humpity no. bumpity. <laughs> do you remember that part? Like, no, I was I like, that. what the fuck is going on? Like, as he's getting naked. I mean, look, man, he's excited to get down. I get it. But it was just such a weird decision. And <sighs> then she made like an erectile dysfunction joke. And he's like, no, I got to pee. Yeah, he's like, no, I got to pee. I'll be, I'll be fine. Just let me piss. And then he fucks off to, he I goes guess, to go piss. And she gets attacked by fucking zombies. They just swarm the tent and kill her. Yeah, a bunch of zombies real fast. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Boom. He didn't see any of them when he was walking away. Yeah, how did he miss? Th- there were so many, there's no way he didn't walk like right past them. Right? They're coming from all directions. Yeah, they like swarmed the tent so fast. I was like, how did he just not see? Yeah, Whatever. I don't know. So... We go back to the three, Simon, Karma, and Alicia, and they're at the scary house, and they, they decide to walk in because, you know, just walk into anything on an island. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? And they run into three people inside. Rudy, who was Alicia's ex and, and mm-hmm. friends of everybody. Hugh, who is Michael Eklund. I've seen him in so many things. The, are you talking about the pervy camera guy that only has, like, shots of boobs the whole time? Yeah. Man, that guy sucked. Yeah, he's a creepy weirdo. That's what, like, if you look at his Wikipedia, it says he's known for playing a creepy guy. I mean, he was super creepy. Yeah. I can't get mad at that. No. If you look him up, you'll be like, oh, I've seen him in shit. But anyway. And Liberty, she's just a a woman in an American flag bodysuit or whatever. Yeah, like a a cleavage field onesie, I guess. Yeah. Some type of raver clothes. You know how they are. (laughs) Yes. The way that she was introduced was just dancing on the stage at the rave. Like she was a paid go-go dancer or something. Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one that looked like she came to rave. Yeah. I also damn shame. She died so fast. I thought she was one of the better characters. Yeah. She lasts a while though. Yeah. Until yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So then they're all talking. They're like, we got to get the fuck off this Island. They're like, well, we got to go back and get Greg, Greg and Cynthia before we can. So they're like, okay. Then cut to, they're back at the rave looking for Greg and Cynthia. And they find again, we have no idea how far apart these places are. Again, yeah. They I'm just sure cut if you to just, it and they're there. I'm sure if you just took a real camera and just did a 360, they're all right there. Oh, yeah. Like that's the production. Like you just <laughs> yeah. they're only showing the shot. You know what? That makes so much sense because they're only showing shots looking at the stage. Yeah. There's never the other side. Well, man, you're on to something there. <laughs> I think so. Just like a hundred square foot area. One side had the house and the cemetery and one had the rave. Yeah. Intense. And then like 10 feet away is a, the coast or whatever. Yeah. But they find Greg. He's trapped in an overturned Portageon. Which and, is unfortunate. Yeah. They make a couple shit jokes. Yeah, you would be like way more covered, I feel, if you were stuck in that. Yeah. Thing. Plus it'd be that blue water shit. Come on. Oh, like the chemicals. St- yeah. yeah. We all know what Portageons look like. We've all seen that jackass movie where they knocked over the Portageon when someone was in it. Yeah. So, so gross. It's so gnarly. I wouldn't like, I would never do that to anyone I considered, like, even an acquaintance. No. I mean, they they sign on for it, though. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, back to this sweet fucking movie. So they're all like, all right, well, let's find Cynthia and get the fuck out of here. Boom. Cynthia shows up, but she's turned to a zombie. What? And she kills Hugh, the creepy camera guy, very unceremoniously, just like breaks his fucking neck. Oh, yeah, like, gets up behind him, snap, dead. Like, that was it for Hugh. Yeah. Hope he didn't uh, get attached to Hugh. He might have said two words through the whole thing. Yeah, he just sat there, took pictures of the boobs, and said four words, and they got <laughs> his neck snapped. Yep. 
So she, Cynthia is coming at them and she gets blasted in the chest by a fucking gun. You're like, oh shit, where the hell did this gun come from? Mm-hmm. Turns out it's Casper, the fucking Coast Guard lady. No way. Dude, she's there. She's on the island. She must have seen a couple zombies or, or why else would she shoot this lady so fast? She must have. And like, why did she come so heavily armed? Seriously, she has a fucking automatic rifle and yeah, at least four guns. <laughs> I assumed she was there to like, because the way they played it is that she knew Kirk, like they had some kind of relationship. You kind of get the idea that she like constantly kind of gave him a hard time or checked his boat or whatever. Yeah, he's, like they like, knew each other. Yeah, like he's been arrested a couple times already, so. Yeah, yeah, or got in trouble. So it makes sense that she'd like have a gun on her like she's a cop. Sure. But like she brought an arsenal and went by herself. Like, that's just... It doesn't make any sense. It, it's one of the billion things in this movie that don't make any sense <laughs> at all. But I guess we'll go with it for yeah. now. So they decide. She's like, we, well, we got to get you all off this fucking island first, first and foremost. So let's go to Kirk's boat. Kurt's boat. Because it's right here. So you get a flash to Kurt's boat. And this is where he's just shooting zombos on his boat, man. They're trying to climb the, in. Oh, my God. It's the laziest action scene I've ever seen. Like... They'll just be like, I, I understood and I liked the tension of like the first zombie climbing up and him being like, what the fuck? And shooting it. But then slowly other zombies try to climb on the boat and he shoots them. And then we get like the action movie techno. Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, this is supposed to be an action scene. But he's so slowly just walking around like clink. Yeah. Clink. Like just walking around the boat. It was so fucking lazy. I couldn't believe they tried to pull us off as an action scene. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So then we cut back to the crew who's going. There's like seven, seven, seven of them now, I think. Whatever. Eight. Whatever. There's a bunch of them. It does not matter. And they're just, they're making their way. They're blasting some zombos on the way. They're getting mm-hmm. chased through the woods. They eventually get to the boat, and Simon jumps in the water to swim to the boat, and he sees the boats infested with zombies. Like, I, I understand that. And they had just been attacked trying to get there. I understand like trauma, you know, it does weird things. People react differently in these situations, but it was so out of character and strange for him to be like, oh, there's the boat and like sprint and dive off the dock to get to it. Yeah. Yell. See if somebody fucking responds from the boat before you do that shit. Yeah. Like hang back a second. Take a look like, hey, these zombies could be anywhere. Like, let's let's feel this out a little bit (laughs) before we and then. No, he just runs down the dock and dives in the water headfirst and goes towards the boat and gets attacked by aquatic zombies. Because that's a thing. Yeah, and the boat's infested. And here comes Casper having a fucking shooting fest. She's shooting she's shooting zombies' heads over his shoulder while he's getting attacked in the water. Yep, yep. Real marksman, that one. Yeah, she's pretty good. And then... And then... Oh, no, go ahead, because... <laughs> and Liberty jumps in the water for some reason, I guess, to try to save Simon. Yeah, she kind of like took action. She's like, oh shit. And she like kind of went in after him, I guess. I assume she went to save him. I, I assume she didn't like just jump in try the water to get to the for boat fun. as well. <laughs> yeah, she didn't jump for fun. Like, great time to take a dip, I think. Yeah. And she's getting attacked. And out of nowhere, here comes good old Kurt with his laser sighted rifle shooting zombos right in the face. Somehow he got off the boat and is dry and on land. And like on a bluff, sniping out these zombies trying to save people. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, respect. But like as Simon's in the water, as Liberty's in the water, uh, the cop Casper is on the dock shooting. There's no one on the boat. I guess zombies are making their way towards them. And then you've got the people on the shore fighting zombies like on that shore with like melee. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just up in a fucking bluff. Like, all right, I guess I'll just watch my boat from here (laughs) in case something happens. And yeah, I don't. And I thought it was really weird, too, like when they were fighting the zombies on the shore, they acted like they were human beings getting like hit like with body shots. You know how like yeah. in zombie movies, someone like a zombie will get hit and they'll just be like, like they'll, they'll just like react as if, you know, very stiff, very yeah, just like the force, but not pain or anything. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great way to explain it. But these zombies, they get hit in the stomach and then they do like the Ooh, and like hold their stomach <laughs> and crash. I'm like. What is happening? And then the zombie spits acid all over. Yeah, all over Simon. Was it Simon? Did Simon get hit? Yeah, Simon's face just gets. Si- <laughs> Simon, the underwear model, got hit in the face, <laughs> and it's like acid his face, like alien style. And I'm like, what is this zombie lore? What is the continuity of what these fucking zombies can do? They're spitting acid now. Yeah, why didn't it's the only one that spit acid? 
Yeah, there were no other ones. <laughs> this movie is all over the place, man. <laughs> They're like, well, we got to do something to disfigure him. Should we just have him get cut by a zombie? No, then they make him a zombie. We don't want that to happen. How about they spit acid? Perfect. That's beautiful. There was no one in the script suit, like no editors, no script supervisor, like no one who read this and is like, guys, that doesn't really make sense. Like we got to think our way out of this problem. Like this doesn't make sense at all. No. Well, unless there was a zombie in the game that spit acid, maybe. I don't think this, ha- like this is supposed to be a prequel to the first game. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything that's has anything to do with the game at all. Yeah. I don't Except think so for Rudy's either. name, I guess, at the end, which yeah. we're supposed to know the. Lo- yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyway, so the whole crew's there. Now there's nine of them, eight, nine of them. And Greg and Casper, they're like, all right, we're going to go to the Coast Guard boat. We're going to go ahead, and we're going to bring the boat around, and we're going to pick you up here. I don't know why they all didn't just go, because that water is infested with zombies. Yeah, it's not a good place to be. Where Did they they have to go to the rave, or the rave spot? Like, where did they start making their way to they were going to the coast guard boat the other people well the the two were going to the coast guard boat. where was the other group going i don't think they started they like going split. anywhere they were just chilling i don't know they're just chilling or they're trying to get somewhere safe or head back or whatever yeah and then kurt's telling them the story of what people say happened on this island and it's the story of a spanish ship who had a prisoner on it that was some type of I don't know, necromancer trying to make immortal people or whatever. And they were taking him to, I guess, throw him on an island and just leave him there to die. But he kills the entire crew, enslaves the natives on the island, and kills whoever steps foot on the island now. That's the now, that's the lore. That's the lore. Okay, so that's not necessarily what happened, because I think they clarify a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's like the ancient like legend. Of yeah, that's what Kurt knows. Happened. That's what all the... Locals today. Sure. So then we cut to Greg and Casper. They're getting attacked, chased through the woods. Greg loses them with some quick hiding in the tree roots, but then steps on a twig and catches all their fucking attention and gets slaughtered, overcome by like five or eight zombies. Yeah, they get like separated in the attack. He runs, he gets overcome, and they do whatever it's called, that spinny camera move. Oh my God, they use that so often. They use it. 50 times in this goddamn movie. And <laughs> apparently, I, I forget exactly what the technique is called. Um, oh, it's 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 just called the turntable technique for 360 shots is what oh, they called it. It yeah. was like an industry thing. This was the last movie to use it. Really? Because it actors kept getting hurt or killed by the fucking thing. Get the fuck out. Well, I guess the camera, like, I mean, this was the early 2000s. Cameras weren't as small as they are now. And like digital wasn't nearly good yeah. enough. So this camera was a big, huge, heavy thing that's just like flying around these people. Mm. So I guess it was just way too dangerous and films stopped using it. Well, that's good. Well, I think they just stopped using it because this one killed it for anybody who came after. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They overdid it so hard. There's no way we can make a movie that won't reference this. Let's just say it's dead. Let's just say it's too dangerous and we'll stop using it. So good. So they're back. We're back at the crew. I think they're I think they're at the rave now. I don't know. But Casper joins up with everyone again. She's got a bag of weapons. Apparently she went to the ship. The ship was destroyed or whatever. But she has she has her bag of assault weapons that she, I guess she carries on the ship. Well, I mean, it kind of stands to reason Coast Guard ships are pretty. Yeah, they need that shit. Oh yeah. And then Kurt's like, Yeah, well, I got some uh weapons hidden here too. Oh, that's what the rest of them did. They went to get weapons that Kurt hid on the island. That's right. Okay, yes. Now, I also thought, again, not making any sense of how this place is laid out because they split up. They go to find the weapons to where Kirk hid them, which his boat's still right there. So I assume this was kind of close, right? Yeah, it had to be right there because they didn't walk that far. Easily walkable, like seeable from that bluff, I'd say. But Maybe that's where they were. That's why he had the gun up there. Maybe that would make sense. But of course, they don't explain things like this. They just explain things that don't matter to the story. (laughs) So if okay, the point I'm getting at is these two, Greg and Casper, went to the boat to get the guns. So in this time between them locating the weapons that are apparently right next to them, Casper had gone, went with Greg. Greg died. She went to the boat, got the guns on the other side of the island, came back, and they're just now getting to the weapons. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah so again, like this, the, the layout of this island does not make sense. No, it's so stupid. I didn't even think of that, but yeah. But let's, we'll blow past it because yeah. I don't even know if we're halfway through this. Yeah, we're about there. Oh, this sucks. So this is stupid. When they all decide to go back to the creepy house and wait for rescue, because Casper's like, well, if we don't radio in every so often, they're going to come out looking for us. So as long as we're in this house that you guys say we can go into and close the door, no problem. Yeah, you got to think like, well, it completely makes sense that she radioed whatever base and someone knows where she is. Like that that does make sense. And if no one's heard from her, it does make sense that someone will come there. But... I can imagine like they send a ship, they look around, they get killed. Like it's probably like 24 hours at least till someone finally was like, oh shit, something's going on. Let's send the cavalry. Yeah, true. Which doesn't happen at the end of this film, but we'll get to it. So they're back at the creepy house, but before they can get in, there's dozens of zombos just fucking flying around there. And we just go on a zombie blasting, playing a whole fucking song. It's like a move a music video man this fucking scene it goes like i have so many notes it goes on way too long dude it was like fucking eight minutes long way too long there are some shots and some moments where i they did trick me and i was like okay that was kind of cool but all of that goodwill is immediately killed because there's like zombies that know parkour and doing are doing like flips and karate and shit oh yeah yeah and they, there's some that could leap like fucking like cats? Yeah. And then there's, they're like all these guys, like these kids that are going to a rave that just party. Everyone apparently is a firearms expert. So they're Dude. pulling off like headshots left and right. Yeah. I was like, they're all fucking crack shot badasses now. What the fuck? Yeah. And there's so, there's a billion zombies coming. We saw them on camera kill, I'm going to say conservatively 300 zombies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably with the dynamite and fucking hand grenades and shit they're they're throwing there's like slow zombies walking in and then the most confusing part of this they keep intercutting like video game clips oh yeah just from like the quick house flashes i am so confused about this artistic decision why would you do that yeah it, like, it doesn't make any sense for those of you that don't know house of the dead i remember playing this game in arcades like this is a light gun game this is an on rails yeah. shooter like the shooting is very much a part of it I think maybe at the end when they're going through the tunnel, it works a little bit better, but it makes no sense here to intersperse like basically 16 bit zombos getting shot. Yeah. I just to be like, oh, remember this was a video game we're talking about here, which. Yeah. And I I think if they might have thrown in a frame or two, like kind of make it a little fun, like little Easter egg. Sure. I'd buy that. Yeah. But they're like real cut sequences. I'm pretty sure they reuse the same one like six times. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. Again, the scene is still going. This is like you said, eight, 10 minutes, something like that. (laughs) Finally, something happens other than weird jumps and Liberty gets overwhelmed (laughs) and she gets killed. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to talk about the axe throw jump and where it's slow mo? A zombie comes out with an axe, throws it at somebody. I think it's Liberty. I don't know, but they jump in the air like six feet and shoot the zombo with a fucking shotgun that has. A shell. It's a oh, bullet that yes. breaks into little tiny bullets. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to get what you were talking about. But yeah, the bullet, like, I guess it was... I don't even know how you put that much metal in one shotgun slug, but... Yeah, it, like, comes out as one and then intersperses into, like, 20 different... One, and we're not talking, like... It's not buckshot. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not birdshot. It's not, like, little BBs. It's, like, bullet, like, 45 size bullets that yeah. just blow this fucking zombie away. <laughs> It makes no sense. And it doesn't make, it especially doesn't make sense because when they were handing out the weapons, they're like, here's a Mossberg 500 with incendiary rounds. That wasn't incendiary rounds. No, there were no incendiary rounds. <laughs> that was, which would have been cool to see. It's so easy to do that on a film. They did it in the newest John Wick movie. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, he was yeah. in that house shooting. It, it looked fucking great. How do you fuck this up? Oh, my God. Maybe they like tried to do it. And then the, the armory guy is like, I don't know. I don't have any of those. Yeah. Well, I, I can't. Like, what are you talking about? Plus, it's not safe to shoot him at zombies. And they're like, come on, just do it. <laughs> Those are actors. <laughs> yeah. It, and when Liberty dies, they did the thing. They did it a couple times where they do like the rotating thing. And the person just stays really still. Oh, and they turn And then red. it like flashes to red, like as if, you know, yeah. 
this player has been killed. Yeah, it's exactly like they're trying to make it look even more video gamey, but it didn't work. No, nothing, nothing worked in this movie. So then they're all out of ammo right now. So they decide, let's finally go into the house. Yeah, like we didn't fight our way to the house. We just basically took turns looking real cool shooting (laughs) a bunch of zombies. Yeah, in real life, one of them would have been hit with friendly fire, at least. Oh, my God, at least. (laughs) In real life, someone walked right out in front of somebody else and got killed, like immediately. Because it starts off with them in a line shooting, and I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Maybe they're doing like a line. They're going to walk to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably one of the smarter ways to do this from a group of idiots. And then they, (laughs) oh, my God. Again, it doesn't, I don't understand this space at all. Like the action doesn't, good action, and I'm going to reference John Wick again, but like when he's in the nightclub scene, like he's in the first film, he starts in like the bathhouse and like works his way up the steps and is like going through the nightclub in the second floor right, down right. the first. Like as the action's happening, they do a great job of establishing the space and him moving through it. This is the opposite of that. Yes. It is just random cuts of action happening in like one big pit. And it's so fucking conf- There's no markers to know where anyone is during this action. No. There's a well that you see once or twice. <laughs> right. And like maybe if you're really smart, you can put together some of these gravestones, but it's bad. Like this is the worst way to do this. Yeah. And I, the worst part about it is when all this action was happening, it went on for so long. I got fucking bored. Yeah, me too. I started looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah. And then they end the way they ended, dude, with like these like super fast cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like where every frame was a different cut from this action scene or previously in the film. I guess it was all supposed to be going on in like Rudy's head. Yeah, it's like Rudy was going through everything like, oh, my God, so many death. Yeah, this was when I, I think this is when uh, like Liberty was dying. He's like he like froze. Yeah, yeah. And like thought of all these sequences. But it was like visually it was hard to watch. Yeah, it, and it was pointless. We just saw all that action. and <laughs> They just showed it again. Faster. And then, yeah. And then some, like, we just saw all of this. This is so bad. This is so bad. There are so many times where I watch a movie and I'm like, this is bad. I, I don't know if I could do better. Like, I really don't. I don't, I'm not confident I could do better than what this person did, even though this is bad. I guarantee I can make a better movie than this. Oh, guarantee. And I know barely anything about making movies and I'm pretty sure I could do it. Seeing it, the crick is better, man. Hell yeah, it is. Man, that's a deep cut. Right. Someone Google that. Tell us what you come back with. I don't think you'll find it. <laughs> I think it's still on Funny or Die. I'll have to check. That's awesome. It is still on YouTube, but it's hard to find. You can't just Google Satan at the Crick. It's on YouTube? We put it on YouTube? I don't even yeah. know that. That's like 100 views <laughs> 20 years ago. Man, we should repost that to the plot time. If uh, enough of you guys, oh, I, I, I searched for it on Funny or Die and couldn't find it. Yeah. Anyway, check it. Look, look for it, guys. Ooh, thanks for bringing that back. I've completely forgot about that. <laughs> so Casper and Rudy, they find a way to break into through a window to get into the house. And Rudy breaks in first. Casper goes, oh, shit. She gets attacked. She loses her legs and then her life. Dude, it was such a stupid way for her to go. Yeah, and she never came back as a zombie. No, no, she didn't. It was such a bummer. Like, I, I thought it was an interesting move to, like, make her legs. But they didn't even show the effect of her, like, losing her legs. He just pulled her through the window when she was getting eaten up and she was screaming. And then he, like, sets her down, like, half a torso. And then she dies. And that's it. And never comes back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she, her partner came back as a zombie and she kills him during the whole big fucking fight. But, yeah. yeah man, this is so fucking bad. All right. So Rudy goes, opens the door, pulls all the people in, and he pulls Kurt in last, and he's his leg gets fucked up. Not totally ripped off, but gets cut deep, bit maybe, who knows. Mm-hmm. So they put him on a table, he's there, he's getting worse. So it's Kurt, Rudy, Simon, Alicia, and Karma, the only ones left here. Did anyone else die out front besides Liberty and, I guess, Casper? No. Maybe not, I don't know. No. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah, because there were eight of them total, and yeah, the two or two died up front. And then you got this last group yeah. now finally in the house. Yep, and Simon's crying. He's like, I have a freak face now. I had zombie spit on me. No one's going to love me. Which I is- love, like, they did establish, and they did say it earlier, that he was an underwear model. So I guess he made money off, like, how pretty he was. 
but uh, I just think that it's insane in a in a time when your friends are dying. So many people have died all around you, and you're seeing people dying. You're like, my face is fucked up. <laughs> it's like, really, dude? Really? It's like fucking get your priorities straight, dude. Man. And then Karma's like, well, I still love you, blah, blah, blah. They make out a little bit. She reassures him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's not, well, you know, you're still pretty. I think you're still pretty good looking. You're still handsome to me, Simon. Do you know how much fucking work that man would get? He's like, yeah, I got the scar on my face from murdering zombies to save some people's lives. Yeah. That man's going to get work again. Yeah, he will. That's the story. But he's like, no, man, I don't look pretty anymore. I think you're great. <laughs> so we and so so we have that sequence. And then don't we cut to like or get to uh, Alicia and Rudy looking around? Yeah. Where they and see then they make out. Right. Like, yeah. But then there's, there's this weird scene where he's out? like, he looks out the window. He's like, oh, my God, all the zombies are like picking up the dead bodies and moving them. What the fuck was that all about? I th- I thought in the moment, like, okay, maybe they're, like, gonna re-reanimate them? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, huh. But they never explain it. They just have the zombies being like, oh, we gotta get our dead off the battlefield. Like, what is that? Yeah, it was stupid. So then they're exploring the house. Was it supposed to show that maybe they're, like... They have human side? Like, yeah, they're they're intelligent, or at least acting intelligently, not just stumbling it. You know what? Who cares? No, I think they're just told to do it. They're told to bring all the bodies back so the guy can make body modification. I don't know. Which is crazy because we still haven't met the main bad guy. We're still not even aware there is a main bad guy and we're like an hour into this movie. Yeah, exactly. We heard a story from Kurt. That's it. Yeah. And you're like, I wonder if that'll come back. Of course it does. But you didn't know he was the orchestrator of all this. But anyway, they're searching the stupid fucking house to find something and they find the Zombo lab. Yeah, weird science lab with body parts and heads and shit. I just love the sequence where Rudy looks in the in the like the microscope and he's like, yeah, that's blood. That's blood. And it's not natural. <laughs> he's like, it's genius though. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? That was so weird. Well, he, what he is a, f- a medic or whatever they say. Was medical. He? Yeah. He says he's a medical student cause he's looking at Kurt's cuts and shit. Hmm, okay. They do. It's, it's just brought up in passing, but I do remember that. I mean, I believe you. I just think it's, it's true. Fucking stupid and weird. I just think it's weird that he's like, this blood's so cool. It's not natural. Like, okay, that's... You people are making out here while Kirk's like bleeding out. Like, where's these people's heads at? Like, the motivations don't make sense no, at all. They're just stupid people. So, Kurt's just dying on the fucking table. And then he hears his first mate, the candy man. He's whistling mm-hmm. his, his tune, I guess, outside the door. And Kurt's like, all right, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kill him. So how fucking, how fucking injured is he? He just like gets up off the table and walks out there with some dynamite. Yeah. Shoots his first mate in the head. Totally fine. And then he's standing outside and he's like, this is a, all right, I took care of that. So, (laughs) well, you know, I'm going to die anyway. So I I guess, uh, you know, since I'm dead already, I'm just going to throw dynamite and completely blow the doors off the house. I'm not going to step away a little bit and give you guys a chance. For real, man. What a jackass. Man, it was such a dick move. He just blew himself up like inches from the house, blowing the doors out, and it forces everybody else to run. They all have to go hide in the fucking science lab. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Karma's, they're all in the science lab. Karma sees some weird fish with a human face floating in a tank of blood, and she shoots it, shoots the tank. Those, I could be incorrect. It's been a long time since I played House of the Dead, but I think that's like an enemy that jumps out of the water, like to try and make some various... You know, different enemies for when you're on the light gun trail. Oh, yeah. Could be wrong, and I'm not going to look it up because I really don't want to think about this movie anymore. Yeah, that's fine. But she shoots the tank. The blood goes everywhere, and it reanimates the corpses that were laying on the ground. Awesome. No notes, because that makes sense. Yeah, right. So then they're getting attacked by more corpses, and Simon's... Somehow they find out that there's kegs and kegs of fucking black powder. So much of it. So much. So many barrels. Simon's trying to close the door, putting barrels in front of it. Mm-hmm. A zombie mm-hmm. has one arm through it and it's holding him. And he's like, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm fucking ugly now anyway. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and sack move myself. Sack move. Well, I got it. I, well, I got it. I, I do it. Wait for it. Sack move. Nice. There we go. 
He sack moves himself because he's ugly now. Get it? Yeah. And just as the other people are running for their lives into a tunnel underground that they just found, just so happened to find right before he blew up. Yeah. Lucky for them, right? Because I real. don't think Simon was waiting. Like he was shooting that barrel. <laughs> yeah. Shoots a barrel, blows up the whole house. Like you guys better get clear. Click. It was very strange. Strange. Oh God. All right. Let's just. Yeah, we're almost there. They're in this tunnel now, which it, has like buttresses and has been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, and it's got a railroad track in it too. And we're like, okay, well, that. this tunnel must lead to a coast somewhere. Makes sense mm-hmm. to me. So, like, all right, let's go. Let's go down the tunnel. Down the tunnel, shooting zombos, getting fucking flashes of the video game, which actually kind of looks like what they're doing here for once. Yeah, I it, I get it. Like in this sequence, I get it because they're walking down this tunnel. Zombies are like popping out from the sides and other alcoves and stuff, and they're just like taking turns shooting them because they don't have much ammo. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this was perfect, but at least this kind of makes sense to me. It made sense to me, kind of. Yeah, it, it worked a little bit. But Karma gets caught by some moss men. <laughs> they look like just zombies covered in moss. It was fucking weird. Where'd they come from? Were they just hiding in this tunnel the whole time? I guess they spend their entire lives hiding attached to walls and like, oh, shit, somebody. And they come off the wall. (laughs) I don't. They've been waiting their whole life for this one moment to eat karma. It wasn't cool enough looking to justify how much it doesn't make any sense. No, no. And then the other two get saved by Greg. Like, oh, my God, Greg, you're not dead. Greg, what are you doing? And it's not Greg. It's the main Spanish prisoner dude and his skeleton army. Of conquistadors who live forever wearing Greg's face as a mask. But it was like, it, it wasn't like a Rob Zombie movie where he, they have someone's skin on their face as a, as a mask. It looked exactly like Greg. Like yeah. It looked like the actor who was Greg. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah. It, so I had a really hard time figuring out. Because I, I don't know if I stopped paying, like, man, it, I tried to have this focus on this so hard. <laughs> but there was a point where I just zoned out and all of a sudden it wasn't Greg. So I just assumed it was like the guy playing a trick on him. I didn't realize he had a mask of Greg on him. No, yeah, he had Greg's skin. I thought it was Greg come back as a zombie and was just working for the guy or something. That's what I assumed it was. I just, I, if you wouldn't have told me, that's what I would have believed. <laughs> exactly. But no, he has a, a Greg face that looks perfect. He can't fix his own fucked up face. No, he's got stitches all over it. But he's got a Greg face that looks perfect. Yeah, why doesn't he just take another face? He's killed so many fucking people. Couldn't so get many. one whole face. <laughs> Until Greg. <laughs> no, he just keeps piecemealing his face to live forever, which yeah. doesn't make any. No. God, this is such a bad movie. <laughs> Almost there. So Rudy and Alicia are captured by these conquistador skeleton zombie people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they somehow get away when Rudy decides to just use a little more force and push him off of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, they had them dead to rights and, and were about to kill him. And then Alicia's like, no way. And, like, pushes people. And then Rudy's like, oh, this is my this is my opportunity. And he just, like, stands up. Yeah, just stands up and gets out of there. I think Alicia stabs the guy, the prisoner guy, in the chest or something. But he's mm-hmm. he lives forever, so he just comes right back after. But they run away. They throw a grenade behind them. They blow the whole tunnel up. Right. But somehow the prisoner main guy leader now i guess captain whatever whoever the fuck he is he's still alive he just walks right through the explosion and decides to fucking sword fight rudy and alicia at the same time i do also like how this one grenade had an explosion that was bigger than the dynamite that what's his name threw. oh yeah (laughs) that that was great that was fantastic yeah they had really big exploding grenades dude i guess so those spanish exploding grenades yeah yeah i don't even know where they got the grenades might have been Kurt's contraband. I'm not sure. I don't. Oh, my God. But so oh, whatever. They're fighting. Alicia gets stabbed right in the chest. And mm-hmm. while the leader, leader zombie is stabbing her, Rudy comes up behind, cuts his head off. Yeah. Thank God. The movie's over. He did it. He yep. saved us. No. Nope. Oh, nope. No. The head's still alive on the ground. And the body of the leader is choking Rudy to death now. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Because at least, like, the sword sequence was kind of okay. Like it makes sense. Like an ancient Spanish conquistador type knows how to fucking sword fight. Yeah, I guess. Sure, I'll I'll buy that. But I don't understand why they're so good at sword fighting. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, right. sure, why not? 
So the, the sequences were okay. That wasn't that terrible, but I don't understand how she gets stabbed like right between her boobs, which was an interesting artistic choice. Yeah. Right through just to cut the shirt a little bit. Yeah. I don't understand how it didn't hit like her heart. Yeah. That's her. Or some kind of big breastplate, man. Yeah. She like, and it goes like all the way through and you know, people survive, survive stabbings all the time, whatever, but it doesn't make sense because I assume she was dead. They played it off like she was dead. And then, and then right after this, after they finally kill this this main baddie by stepping on his severed head, yeah, which I, whatever. Yeah. And then he dies. She saves. and she stepped on it, crushed it, and then she's like, oh. And then I, I assume died, right? No, but no, he just picks her up and she's like, she is she fucking look okay? Because now this chopper comes to the island with the coolest dudes in the whole fucking world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who they are. I guess they're. From the Coast Guard or whoever. They look like FBI agents. Yeah, they looked... The way they played it as is it was as if, like, this was some huge government, like, experiment conspiracy thing. And they're there as, like, the cleanup crew, like, the FBI trying to, like... That's the way they played it, but which did... None of this makes sense, because how did these Spanish no. immortal guys just live there? They're, unless <sighs> unless uh, Casper radioed for help and was like, there's zombies on the island, and they sent these two men in black types. Maybe, maybe they like the men in black types knew about it and like, oh shit, people shouldn't be there. We're going to have to send a cleanup crew. Yeah. But no, the hero picks him up, saves him. And he's like, yeah, my name is Rudolph, Rudolph Curian. <gasps> That's the, Which, apparently the doctor from the first game. Yeah. Apparently we're supposed to fucking know what that name means. <laughs> yeah, like that was the big reveal. This is the prequel. Man, this, oh my God. And then we get another voiceover, like just, is this the end or just the beginning? Oh, Techno music. Yeah, very clever because that's why it's this prequel. Well, that's, this was, that's the game. That's that's the movie. That's the, We went through the whole thing. It was terrible. Like, I don't get me wrong, man. I like bad movies here and there. Yeah, me Especially too. like, but it's got to be fun. Like somehow fun. Maybe it's so bad it's fun. Maybe they like took ridiculous chances and it ended up being funny rather than scary. That's fine too. Usually with movies, I, I try to find something good. Like I try to at least be like, well, the effects were pretty cool. Or, you know, this one actor was really good. Like I try to find something redeeming. I can't find anything in this. No, it was just <laughs> shit on shit. It was so terrible like it seemed like the crew that they hired to shoot this film knew what they were doing like it did because the shots the composition was not great but it wasn't completely terrible like it looked like a movie like mm -hmm. it looked like someone made a movie it didn't look like a home video but all, none of that mattered because the it was so bad the script was terrible the actors acting was fucking atrocious the actors were bad but i mean i don't want to completely blame the actors i mean these are people who are you know dedicating their lives to the craft of acting which i know sounds lame but i have to at least believe that like they most of them took it seriously and like tried to do a good job yeah yeah but if your acting is like stilted or it's not good or it's not working it's the director's job to be like okay, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what I'm looking for. Um, how do we get there? You know, how do we work together to do this? And it, it was just like, oh, you said the lines, this is good. Yeah, that's it's fine. like, I swear they filmed this whole thing in a day. And that was yeah, like they took two cuts, two shots of everything. And like, that's good. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, right. And like, it was, everything about this is terrible. It it was done by this guy, Uwe Boll. I want to say his name because we should recognize how bad he is. <laughs> and... It, it really, truly feels like whoever the director was, like this was their first movie. Like this was a student movie where they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out as they go. Um, usually, though, in student movies and stuff, like you could see kind of the wheels turning. You'd be like, oh, there's some good stuff in here. But, you know, they didn't really know what they were doing. They're learning, whatever. But it was like a big budget student film where the director was completely out of his league, like completely out of his league. I wonder if it was his first movie. I don't think it was, but I know. Um, do you remember when he started boxing critics and started kicking their asses? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, this is a real thing. So he was making movies like every year at this point, And a lot of internet critics. Uh, this was before really the internet was what it is now. Like you didn't have, you know, YouTube video essays explaining stuff. You just had like ain't it cool news. Oh, yelling yeah, at people. Yeah, okay. So uh, the internet was a different place for movie reviews, but. 
there was a lot of people who hated his stuff. Well, everyone hated his stuff because it was garbage, but <laughs> apparently there was a couple people that talked so much shit that Uwe Boll challenged them to a fight. And like they went to a film festival and made a whole deal out of it and like boxed Uwe Boll. But the scumbag never said he was a amateur boxer. Oh, really? Like he could really fucking hurt people and he could really fight. So he beat the shit out of like these three nerds. What an asshole. He looks so, like a boxer, though. Yeah, he's he's a big, tough guy. Like, he just can't fucking make movies to save his life. And whenever people criticize him, he just basically tells him to go to hell. I'm I'm cleaning that up, but he usually says something much more homophobic. But Yeah, well, he could have made a better movie. He was making movies for 11 years before this one came out. Oh, jeez. What was his first one? His first movie was German Fried Movie. Oh, great. I'm sure that was great. Oh, he was just a producer on it, though. I think I remember hearing someone say, like, his first movie he did wasn't terrible which i have a hard time believing because everything he's done is terrible yeah um i i don't feel good after watching this movie i i remember seeing it when it came out because like i said I, w- I was into zombie movies and i wanted to see anything that was a zombie movie and i remember hating it and being disappointed and being confused and like all those feelings just came right back yeah because this was this is real bad guy. like i can't even suggest watching it for fun no it has a two-star rating that seems generous yeah, I know. I thought it'd be like 1.2. And apparently it won two awards? For what? Oh, boy. Okay, so in 2004, it was the winner of... Uh, Razzie? Best... It doesn't say... Oh, it was the Leo Awards. It was the feature-length drama Best Makeup. So... Uh, maybe for the zombies. No, that's Some... it still was bad. It was still pretty bad with all the different types of zombies. I don't know. Who knows what the Leo Awards are? I'm not going to take them seriously ever again. And then in the... <laughs> The Fangoria Chainsaw Awards 2004 winner for worst film, which... Oh, there, yeah, that's what it should have won for, yeah. They earned that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, well, the Fangoria Film Awards are now better than the Leos in my book. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I give, I mean, I respect them a lot more. It makes a lot more sense. Oh my God, he's still out here directing shit. I know, I just saw... He has he's a movie coming out, First Shift, that's in post-production. He's done several rampage sequels which i've never seen any of the rampage movies but i vaguely remember them being like um just shocking for shocking sake yeah it's just an asshole going on fucking rampage just shooting people right like the president and attack on assault on wall street i have no idea but i'm sure it's probably trash yeah yeah they're not good i i think i watched the first one the rampage and i was like what the fuck is this yeah, this it's a me like i i don't know i think we should watch like rampage president down from 2016 to see if this guy actually learned anything uh, i'd watch it it's it's a 4.7 stars <laughs> which hey i've seen 4.7 stars that i've really enjoyed and liked yeah me too so maybe it's a possibility but man this i i don't think i can watch one of his stuff again it's just i don't know anger of the dead from 2014 sounds good oh shit really <laughs> But I just, I can't believe, like, this should have been a career-killing movie. This should be a movie where, okay, um, yeah. we saw what you did there. Uh, you can go be a producer or something. Like, you can be a behind-the-scenes person. Like, you're not going to get to direct another film. And he directed, like, 20 more. Yeah, he directed a bunch. It's insane. Like like I said, it had to be some kind of, like, tax shelter or donation-based system. Something that got him to com- to keep making movies. Because he just kept making them. Yeah. He's still making them somehow. And if it's this guy though, can make movies point, for a living, ugh, what is the it, world? It's funny to? because at some point, like, they stopped giving him video game rights. They're like, no, fuck you. No, yeah, absolutely not. You're going to ruin it. Yeah. But um, is there anything good we can say about this? Uh, It's only 90 minutes. <laughs> Which I thought was 20 minutes too long, but yeah, it felt so much longer, like I said, with all those short scenes in a row. There's a point where all the zombies are just coming out of water. I was like, are they all just fucking aquatic zombies? And then all of a sudden they're on land in the next scene. Like, are they supposed to be like all the people that went missing on this island over the years? Is that what we're supposed to? I assume so. Since the Spanish ship, he has those guys and the natives, they said, and then everyone that he kills. I mean, we must have seen a thousand zombies, like hundreds of zombies, at least maybe not a thousand, but several hundred zombies get shot and killed. Yeah. And they just keep coming. Yeah. Like the, I think the vice president of Sega and the guy who created the game. We're both played zombies in this or something like that. Man, that's such a, like, 
I remember playing uh, House of the Dead at the arcade yeah. and having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And this has just ruined it. This has tarnished that memory. I mean, maybe there's a good House of the Dead movie in there somewhere. But I don't know. This isn't it's, it. And, like, you take... I don't understand why Sega or the guy who owned the, whoever gave him the rights was like, oh, you're going to make a House of the Dead game? Like, you know, pitch it to us. Like, what's your story of this? Are you going to deal with, like, the secret, like, experiments? Are you going to deal with the mansion in the in the games? Are you going to deal with... Because usually it's, like, two detectives going to take care of zombies, like, showing up, and they're the guys with the guns. There's not a whole lot of stories in these in these light rail guns, you know, yeah, these rail gun yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. But there's a little bit about the mansion and the lore, and he's like, no, it's going to be a rave in present day, but it's going to be a prequel, and we're not going to show more than... Maybe a minute of people raving. Maybe in the very beginning. Yeah. It's actually like two of them that are actually dancing and everyone else is just like bopping. They're just like at like a college party in a movie. They're just <laughs> yeah. standing there like talking to each other. Yeah. It it was this I mean, I okay. I get I'm gonna try to find something nice. Um uh, um Clint Howard. Clint Howard's great and he was fun. Yeah, he was all right for the little bit he was in. Yeah, I mean I wish I would have got more of them, but yeah. It was fun seeing him, and I guess just on a personal level, it was fun seeing all the fashion of the time and being like, "Man, we were so, we thought we were so cool back then." I still think we're cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought we dressed cool back then. Now I know we dress cool. Oh yeah, okay, thank weird. you. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we figured it out. Like it took us some weird years, but we figured it out. But yeah, that's. I mean, should we just wrap this up? Should we call this one? Yeah, there's the House of the Dead remake. Oh god damn! Came out in April 22. Is it the same? House of the Dead, or is it just something called House of the Dead? Well, it's a, ga- a game. I don't know. Oh, it's a game. All right. Well, if you want to watch a good movie, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave some these people. If you're still here listening to us talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, but if you're still here, um, I'll throw out a recommendation. I just watched uh, The Boogeyman. It oh, is yeah. a film that just came out very recently. It, it's based on a Stephen King like short story. Oh, well, isn't everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. But it's by the same dude, and I never would have guessed this, but it's by the same guy that did Host and Dashcam. Oh, really? And it's it's very good. It's very different than those. It's not like a found footage or like a streaming thing. It's it's very good. I, I really do suggest it. I, I did not expect it to be as good as it was. So go check that out. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Enjoy it. It's, it's much better. It's much spookier than this. Uh, the story makes sense. It follows a coherent thread. There's no puka shell necklaces. I'm sorry, but uh. yeah, there's, I know there's still some good stuff in there. All right. Still so, fair. You got a recommendation you can throw at the people? Anything you watched recently you liked? Fuck yeah. I saw this movie called Talk to Me. Oh, how was that? Dude, it was good. It's the first like good original horror movie I've seen in a minute. And I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet. It's got some wild shit. It's got like one of those scenes where you're like, oh, okay. Now I'm into it because... <laughs> Is it gnarly? Is it spooky? Is it everything? Like, It's gnarly. I guess it's a little spooky, but it's just a weird movie. But it, they did it well. It works. Well, there you go. If you're still listening, we gave you two much better movies to see than this. <laughs> Fucking Do a. not watch this. Like, You may be like, oh man, they roasted it. I bet it's pretty funny. No, don't. it's painful. Yeah. yeah. Put it on in the background if you do have to watch it, but... Yeah, you're not going to want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, maybe watch it like as you're cleaning the house or something. Like just to have noise on in the background yeah, and you hate yourself. Don't take don't notes do like we did. <laughs> no, don't sit there and study it and take notes and rewind and be like, what the fuck did you just say? Don't do that. Yeah, you'll hate yourself but, uh, for it. But uh, I don't know. I guess uh, that does it for us. So as usual, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Gamer's Little Playground, I Am Panax, and of course, Louise Guzman. Don't ever trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.